Social Zoom Factor, episode 106. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are talking about measurement, and the geek in me loves these type of conversations. And specifically, we are going to be digging in to a 101 level of Google Analytics. And I truly believe that Google Analytics is a gold mine for getting in the head of your customer. And if you have listened to even a few episodes of this Social Zoom Factor podcast, you have likely heard me tell you 10 times or more, you must get in the head of your audience. You need to know who they are, what they are, what they want from you, how they are engaging with your content, and the list goes on. So my goal with today's podcast is not to give you a five-hour in-depth tutorial Instead, I want to be able to put Google Analytics in a nutshell for you. My goal is to inspire you to dig deeper. I want you to understand from a business and from a measurement and analytical perspective, the power of Google Analytics. So we are going to talk about how Google Analytics can bring you value in your business, how it can help you better measure and achieve your goals and provide value to your audience. We're also going to talk about 10 of the top metrics that you must look at. And this is even for newbies, okay? And this is probably one of the biggest myths that there is out there in regard to utilizing Google Analytics. It's free. Yes, it is absolutely 100% free. That is not a myth. The myth is that it requires a math or a statistical PhD in order to be able to understand web analytics. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Now, does Google Analytics and platforms like Omniture and uh, there's a list of them out there, Web Trends, Kissmetrics, do some of the capabilities and the data that these platforms provide require advanced knowledge of data and measurement and analytics and how your website is set up? 
Absolutely. But for the common marketer out there who is just looking to understand how is their website performing? How is it? How is their blog performing? How is their content performing? How is, is it helping them? Is their digital platform helping them achieve their goals? Google Analytics can absolutely help you get your arms around that. And you don't have to pay an extra fee for a tool to do that. You can use the free analytics platform to do that. And so many times when we start working with customers, be it big or small, I mean, from small entrepreneurs up to enterprise organizations, they may have one of these metrics platforms installed and running real time on their website or their blog or their microsite. But most of the time, they don't know the data. If, when I ask them, how is it performing? You know, do you have your goals set up? Nine times out of 10, they don't even have goals set up within Google Analytics, okay? So today, I hope nothing else, I'm gonna inspire you to get these things set up, to do some digging. I hope that after you listen to this podcast, when you get back to your office, or if you're already in your office, that you are going to go open up your Google Analytics platform and you're gonna look at some of these things. So my goal is that today's podcast is actionable for you immediately. This is not something that is just theoretical and I want you to think about. I want you to take action because it will help you know your customer and help you better achieve your goals, okay? So now in regard to Google Analytics. I'm not going to lie to you. There's some things you need to learn. And if this is your first time getting in there, it may be a little bit overwhelming. So what you want to do is crawl, walk, run. You don't need to learn everything in there all at once. And that's why today we're going to talk about, you know, I will end this podcast today talking about 10 metrics that you need to make sure that you are looking at, even for starters, okay? But Google offers a lot of tutorials. I mean, I, I encourage you to just click around on the interface. There's lots of places that has a question mark next to different terms. You know, hover over that so you can see the definition of what that term is and what data that's going to be providing you, you are not going to mess anything up on your website by looking at the data from Google Analytics. Now, you want to be careful with integration features, and it, it will warn you if you're getting ready to turn something on, if you're going to be sharing more private information with Google Analytics. But for the most part, you know, 90% of what you're going to do within Google Analytics is going to have no impact on your blog, on your website, or any digital platform that you have it attached to. So there's not a lot that you can hurt, okay? And you can quickly get your arms around uh, Google Analytics enough to be intelligently dangerous in a pretty short time. And I mean that in a good way. So if you are new to this and you're the only one on your team that knows this, within a week's time, you could look like the Google Analytics expert because you will know how to pull data out of Google Analytics. And it's not going to take you that much time. Now, if you want to get super sophisticated and um, start really looking at, you know, more comprehensive and complicated analytical models, such as multi-touch attribution, that type of thing, that is going to take more knowledge. And you will definitely need to be doing some more research in order to uh, achieve that. But there are courses that are available. There's all kinds of tutorials that Google makes available. Um, there are four to five I don't remember, different tutorials that they make available as part of their core platform for training. And there's a Google Analytics Academy. So all types of free resources. And you can access those right through Google Analytics or simply do a search on Google, okay? And I'm sure you will find what you need. But let's go ahead and get started on how you can leverage 
Google Analytics to help your business. So there, when it comes to measurement, there are different layers, right, of measurement. And usually the the more sophisticated you get, the deeper you're going to want to get into the layers. And at the very top level, uh, you will always hear me tell you on every podcast you listen to, every blog post I've written, that quality over quantity, okay? However, quantity also matters, okay? So yes, quality is great. We would rather have 500 people following us and reading our blog that are real and engaged and interested in our content Versus having a hundred thousand that are purchased followers or people that just couldn't really give a rip about our content. Okay. But one thing that Google Analytics is going to help you do is really understand the quality and the quantity because at the very top of a conversion funnel, you know, when we're looking at media at that level of analytics, we need to be getting a good number of people every day into our conversion funnel. Okay. We need to be attracting them via Twitter, via, via Facebook, via LinkedIn, uh, whatever social networks that you are using via your blog and content. You need to be organically attracting them. And that is what so many of my other podcasts and my blog content is uh, about. That's what we focus on. We focus on how can you organically attract your ideal customer. Okay, so Google Analytics is going to help you identify, is everything you're doing from a marketing perspective working, yes or no? Are you attracting the right number of people and the right demographic of people. And it also is going to help you understand how are they engaging with your content? So is your content working? Is your digital platform working? Is it going to help you? Is it helping you achieve your goals? Okay. And as we move down further into the conversion funnel, we have things like the web layer, we have our blog, we have our, all of our digital platform out there. We have our marketing automation and we have our sales and CRM systems, okay? Google Analytics and, and platforms like Omniture and WebTrends, they live at that web layer, okay? So they're, they're helping us understand how is this user that we're attracting via the social network engaging with our content. So when you look at Google Analytics, the main thing I want you to understand is it is not a standalone that's different from your social data. Okay, yes, you're going to need uh, to integrate it with some of the other social tools that you are utilizing to measure your social results. However, it's not standalone. Okay, so I can't just look at my Google Analytics and know everything about what's happening on Twitter and what's happening on Facebook. Okay, these things need to come together. And if you don't know how to do that part of it, I really encourage you to, to just get somebody in there, if nothing else, to help you set it up. If you need help, we can do that for you. But Google Analytics will help you get your arms around that because once you have a plan and goals and you know what you are doing and why, which I always talk to you about, you know who your audience is, you know what actions you want them to take, you know what type of content you're creating, you have a content calendar, which I've been preaching and teaching you how to do for the past few years, once you have these things in place, then you better know what your goals and objectives are. And then this is where Google Analytics comes in because it's going to help you measure whether you are achieving those goals or not. Okay. So in a nutshell, that's what Google Analytics is going to do for you. Now I'm going to walk through some things that Google Analytics is going to empower you to understand and know. And then lastly, we'll close off with the key metrics that you need to be looking at. So what is Google Analytics actually going to empower you to do? Number one, it is going to help you understand your customer. It is going to, number one, help you better know your customer. 
Number two, it's going to help you better understand your audience growth and the quality and the quantity of that audience. And I talked about that a minute ago. Three, it's going to help you understand audience behavior. And that includes knowing what content is working, knowing who is taking action, knowing what mobile devices are people using, how can you best modify your content and that experience to meet and deliver a desired, shareable, relevant, and memorable experience for your ideal customer and your visitors to your website, to your blog, whatever it may be. Number four, it is going to empower you to know if you are achieving your goal for your website or your blog. It is going to help you define goals and goal values within Google Analytics and assign a dollar value to them. If you haven't done that in the past, when you start to set up this Google Analytics program and really put a dollar value, I have seen that alone bring tremendous value to organizations of all sizes because it helps get everybody on the same page, okay? It helps you have that conversation with your C-level executive office much better than you could do before because you're able to go clearly articulate to them what is and is not working. And if you have problems on your website, if you have problems on your blog, if you have problems with your content, maybe you don't know your audience, you're able to leverage data to help justify spend in the areas that you need to spend to better achieve your goals and objectives. It's going to help you understand if people are subscribing to your opt-in newsletter like they should be, if they're purchasing products that you want them to purchase, um, if they you are generating the amount of leads, the quality of leads, all of these things can be measured right within Google Analytics if, if implemented properly. Number five, it's going to help you know the value of traffic that you're getting from social networks such as Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And you will only know this, however, again, if you're setting up the goals within Google Analytics. Number six is you are going to understand what pages are working to help you achieve your goals and what pages are not working. And by this, I mean content. So what web pages, what blog pages, you know, if you have microsites out there, what is actually converting? You can then tie that back to, you know, engagement. Is it helping you increase views on a a video that you've spent loads of money on, which many brands do? They think they're going to go create a viral video, but they have no plan to do it. And by the way, you can't create a viral video, okay? You should not have a marketing strategy or plan that is to create a viral video. Viral videos happen. And yes, you know, you can put some planning into that, but you, most brands cannot just go create a viral video. That's a whole other podcast conversation on its own. So let's shift gears now and let's talk about metrics, okay? And I know this is a lot for one podcast, but I want you to hang in there with me. And before we move into metrics, I need to let you hear a little word from our sponsors because they are what makes this podcast possible. I'll be right back. Success in business and life is built on trust and relationships. According to Edelman's Trust Barometer, 41% of people think a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department, CEO, or founder. Empowering your employees to be the voice of your brand can help you more quickly earn trust and establish authority to ignite relationships with customers, partners, and your online audience to Zoom measurable business results. Our new partner, Everyone Social, makes it easy for employees to Zoom their personal brands and become trusted thought leaders by easily sharing relevant and engaging content with their audience while at the same time 
assisting their employers to achieve their marketing and business goals. Learn how to get started the right way in developing your own employee brand advocacy program by downloading a free white paper from everyone social at socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. Check it out, friends. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Okay, number one metric you want to be looking at is around your audience. Okay, so you want to be looking at is your audience new versus returning? So what percentage of people who are coming to this digital platform, your blog, your website, whatever it may be, are new versus returning? Okay. What are their demographics? What are their age? Um, what interests do they have? Where are they located? And make sure that you enable this feature within Google Analytics. If you haven't been in Google Analytics for a while, just go to audience and then go to overview and then uh, click on demographics and there will be an option to turn that on and you just click enable and then I think it usually will be on within about 24 hours. So just make sure you've turned turned on that feature. And as you are really digging into the details on your audience, you are going to be amazed at what you can find out. So if you've been wondering who's visiting your website, how old are they? Uh, what are What's their behavior once they get on your site? Uh, how are they flowing through your site? You are going to be able to find that data really easily within Google Analytics. Okay. Second metric is you want to set up goals and conversions, and you have to set these up within Google Analytics. And so an example would be you have an opt-in page for people to subscribe to your email newsletter or email updates from you. Okay, on the confirmation page, so let's say I type in my email address and then I provide a confirmation page that says, thank you so much for subscribing. You know, your email will be sent to you with your free white paper to download how to build your social media plan. I have a ton of those out there. That confirmation page, as an example, can be set up as a goal page within Google Analytics. And so I know every time that somebody converts and gives me their email address, I have achieved a goal. And then what you can do within Google Analytics is you can then start to look at attribution and see where is that traffic coming from. So where is that traffic coming from that is converting? Is that coming from Twitter? Is that coming from LinkedIn, from Facebook? Is it coming from a campaign? Um, you can you know look at shortened URLs and all types of campaign codes and how you're implementing that. But when you're starting simple, if this is just you getting started, you just want to make sure you're setting up 
up goals. And that's another feature that you also need to make sure that you're turning on within Google Analytics. Okay. Number three is acquisition. And so this is basically where is your traffic coming from? So it could be that it's direct traffic coming to your website and blog that they know your URL. Um, There is some social traffic that oftentimes gets noted as direct. So you'll probably want to do some research on this. So you make sure you understand everything about this and what could be going on with your site. I can't advise you through a podcast that's less than 30 minutes long because I would need to see your data for that in order to better help you. But it will either be direct, it will be referral traffic, which means it's coming from another site. And referral traffic can be really interesting. And particularly if your blog has already been out there for a while, or you have been producing content that people are already devouring, chances are you already have people who are referring traffic to your site. So anytime I go and I look at the referral traffic for any of our online platforms, I love seeing all the referral traffic we're getting. And a good amount of our traffic comes. Top traffic can top traffic sources for us is number one. It's Google Organic, okay, because our sites are absolutely optimized for um, SEO and SMO, social media optimization. And then second, you know, we, we get traffic in from referral sites and from um, places where we syndicate our content and people who have written about us on some of the top blogs out there and media platforms such as Forbes and other sites. We get a ton of traffic from those types of platforms. So you want to make sure you're looking at referral. A lot of times, I don't even know people have written about me or mentioned my content until I see a spike in traffic, or I see um, the referral that they've sent me traffic. And I always make sure that I when I see a referral like that, I'm like, wow, I didn't even know these people were writing about me or this blogger was writing about me. I will always go back to that source file, um, uh, the blog post, whatever it may be, make sure I give a thank you in the comments and that I share it out if it's good content. And I will say, you know, thank you so much for the inclusion. So I encourage you to really do that. And then um, third example of acquisition and where your traffic is coming from could be social. So you're going to be able to see, is that traffic coming from Twitter? Is it coming from Facebook, from LinkedIn, uh, wherever that may be? Four, okay, we're talking about metrics. So fourth metric is behavior. So you want to be looking at things like site content. What is the top content people are looking at? Um, You can do a content drill down so you can actually see each page and see how it is performing. You want to be looking at things like exit pages. Okay, what pages are people leaving your site? And this is really important because think about it. If you have a page, if you have content that should be a converting page, so it's supposed to be a landing page that everybody is converting and opting in or clicking to the next thing, whatever they're supposed to be doing, and it is your highest exit page, you may have a problem. Or it could be that you're just driving a campaign that is obviously completely failing. Okay, so you may be expecting to have a higher exit on that page for a short time. But if you have a standard page and you're, everybody is exiting from your home page, for example, that's not a good problem to have. <laughs> you don't want to have that problem. Okay, so you want to be looking at the behavior and understanding how are people engaging with your site. And that's one of the areas in Google Analytics, I really encourage you to just kind of click around on because you can even see things like site speed. And um, if you have some pages that you think are underperforming, maybe they're taking too long to load, or maybe you have optimized some pages and you believe that now they are running faster, 
Google is really good about telling you the truth on those things. Okay, it's not going to hide the truth. And so you can see if that's working. Uh, if you have a web team that you are, you feel like you're sometimes hurting cats trying to get them to do what you need them to do for you and your business and your customers, Google Analytics is a great way to validate some of those features that you have been requesting. So look at some of the page timings, look at some of that behavior, look at some of the um, site search data. So what are the search terms that people are looking for? How are they using the site? You know, the list goes on. So I encourage you to really just click around in that area for behavior. Number five is bounce rate. So this is how fast are people bouncing out of your site. So when they come to your website or blog, uh, how quickly are they leaving? Okay, you want the bounce rates to be low. You know, we have some of our sites that bounce rates are far below 5%, which is really good. Now, when it comes to a blog, for example, some of those bounce rates may be higher because people are coming there and only want to view one page. They're not looking to convert. So that's up to you to make sure you are getting people to stay on site. And if you're wanting them to click on more than one page, you're going to want to make sure that you're looking at the metric that tells you number of pages that people are viewing on average. And it'll say time on site is another one of those metrics you want to look at is how long are they spending on your site? And then how many pages are they viewing for each visit? Okay. So that's, those are some really important metrics. And then number seven is time on page. So how long are they spending on each of those pages? And you can, as you do the content drill down, you can sort and, um, you know, really tear apart that data and just segment that data in multiple ways to see, uh, traffic that's coming from certain sources and how are they performing, you know, traffic that's coming from source A, B, or C, are they staying on site longer? I love looking at some of our referral traffic and I can see how long they're staying on site. I can see whether they are converting and achieving some of the goals that we have set. And that's one reason why we have continued to syndicate content to some of the top sites that are out there where we have our blog content syndicated because it's converting. And I know it's converting because I have the metrics and the data within Google Analytics to tell me time on site, to tell me that bounce rates are low, to tell me that they are achieving goals, they're opting in, they are you know filling out contact forms and other goals that we have set for our business, all right? Number eight is top viewed content. So you want to make sure you're looking at the content that is viewed the most. Is that the content you want to be viewed the most? You may have top content that you didn't know was top content. And if you haven't looked at your Google Analytics in a while, there may be some of these pages, unfortunately, that are going to surprise you. So just make sure there's no surprises there. If it is top viewed content and you're just finding out about it, figure out how you can maximize that, okay? If you have pages that you didn't know, maybe were ranking so well in Google and or it's coming from a referral site, your best bet is to make sure that you optimize that page because you're already getting content from there. If you're already getting content that's optimized via a Google search, then you wanna optimize that page. Make it a converting page. Make it a page that's gonna work for you and your business. Number nine is take a look at top locations. So this is going to tell you where is your traffic coming from and what is the language of that location? Uh, what, where are they? You can break down by country, by city, you know, and the list goes on and you can see 
what content they're actually engaging with. And every single one of these metrics I'm talking about today has a drill down. So you can start at this highest level and then you can click, click, click. And my guess is after you listen to this podcast, if it's been a while since you looked at your Google Analytics and you go to hop onto Google Analytics today or tomorrow, you're going to probably find yourself lost for at least an hour or two. So you can just tweet me at pound social zoom factor and let me know that I helped you uh, spend two hours of your time being a data geek this week. I would love to hear uh, you tell me that. All right. And last but not least is number 10, which is real time tracking. So on the once you get into Google Analytics and this this feature is often missed because when they when people log into Google Analytics, they immediately go down to audience and then behavior, all the things that are further down on the left hand sidebar. What I want you to do is make sure you take a look at the real-time analytics. And what I would recommend is maybe send out a tweet. So if you have any type of following on Twitter or on LinkedIn or Facebook, go post a post, okay? Maybe use a couple hashtags and then go look at your real-time analytics and you can see real-time how are people engaging with your content? How many people did that bring to your content? So you can go send a tweet and then you can watch people actually come to your website or your blog. I love doing that. And this is great when you are testing out new titles for blog posts or podcasts or you're uh, working on an event live or maybe you're doing a demo with a client or with um, your executive management or stakeholders and you want to show them the power of whatever campaign you have running or content you have out there and maybe you built up your social following and you have an engaged audience. It's really cool to just show them a live demo and say, hey, let me show you these metrics. Let me show you what happens real time with this integrated digital platform that we've created. Okay, so that is number 10. And the thing I want to remind you in close here is that your data and your analytics results are only going to be as powerful as what you have put into it. Okay, so Google Analytics is not going to solve your problems. It is obviously only going to showcase probably the opportunities you have and maybe even highlight some of those problems. But it should also show you some of the things that you have done right if you have put some work into your platform. And remember, our goal is to be able to build a platform and an integrated platform that works when we are not working. And you want your platform to work for you and be integrated and not be siloed, okay? Because the the more that you can integrate, the higher that your results are going to be. So you want to integrate from a Facebook to a LinkedIn to a Twitter to your blog to your website and have all of these things flow together. Because the more that you do that, the easier you're going to be able to measure. And you want to make sure that you know what those goals are, you know what your objectives are, and that you are identifying and setting key performance indicators that are helping you determine and measure whether you are achieving your goals or not. So it's not just about setting some random KPIs and saying, here's what we're going to track for 2015. You want to make sure that you are selecting key performance indicators that are going to help you measure if you are achieving your goals. If your goal is to build community, you want to make sure you're getting the right community and that that community is taking action on your content. Okay. If you're looking to grow your email list, utilize Google Analytics to help you measure that. If you're looking to obtain more product feedback, uh, learn about your brand, do some customer research, it's really easy to utilize Google Analytics to test if that's happening. Okay. If you want to be driving them to specific product pages, to see how they're engaging with your content, then your Google Analytics is going to 
tell you whether they're even looking at that content, okay? And it's going to help you put an ROI on this content you're creating because you might unfortunately be surprised all this time you've invested in some of this content, the content isn't even getting looked at, okay? So if that's the case, you have a problem. It's like Houston, we have a content problem and we have a marketing problem. And so you want to get integrated. If this conversation is already making you want to just hit your head against the wall, I encourage you to just slow down to speed up. You are not going to be able to do all these things at once. Go to my blog at pammarketingnut.com our agency blog at themarketingnutswithaz.com. Check out all of our podcasts. This is episode 106. So this means I have 105 other podcasts that you can listen to. Go to socialzoomfactor.com. You can also subscribe to all of the podcasts via iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And go to getrealchat.com too. We have a Twitter chat community that meets every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And we are due to talk about this topic. So it will probably be on the agenda sometime over the next couple months. But I encourage you to join the Get Real Chat community because it is filled with people who are learning these things just like you. And we always say there is no dumb question. The only dumb question is the one that doesn't get asked. So I hope this podcast inspired you to dig deeper into understanding how your content is performing, how your marketing is performing, and how your digital platform is performing. If you need any help in any of these areas, let us know. If this podcast provided you value today, please go out on iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps iTunes know that we are in this thing for the right reasons. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.